Hey, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, and we are in the second of a long summer series that we're starting of Stream of Thought. Number the throwback nine, series. The throwback series, Throwback man. Thursday. And if you want to uh, ch- take a look at what we're doing for the summer, refer back to our episode, uh, our special, special announcement episode that's in the feed. You can check that out. But Shannon Boyd, man, Dr. Shannon Boyd, yeah. uh, we get a chance to talk with her in this episode back when she was first starting up her practice yes. years ago. And it is uh, it is quite really fun. interesting. Yeah. To, I mean, she's got so many insights and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's a great it's, episode. It's cool because listen to this and then go back and listen to episode 79 because she was featured on episode 79 of Stream of Thought. Or what you can do is just stop what you're doing right now. Listen to episode 79 first. It's like Ooh, watching like a movie that. and then the sequel is really the prequel. It's like, you know a, it's like a Star Wars episode <laughs> one version we got going yeah, on here. Like this is going on, but then later is footage or audio from what happened before the initial. And it all makes sense yeah, at the end. And it all makes sense <laughs> at the end. A re-release from our YouTube series straight up. Again, for more context of what we're talking about, go to our special announcement in the in the feed. But with no further delay, featuring Dr. Shannon Boyd, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Right, so welcome to another episode of Straight Up. I'm Victor Marquez. I'm here with Rick Thorsell, Neil Batang, and our guest, Dr. Shannon Boyd. Today on Straight Up, we have Dr. Shannon Boyd, owner and chiropractic physician at Boyd Chiropractic and Rehab. Dr. Boyd received her undergraduate degree in biological sciences from Northern Illinois University, where she was a member of NIU's Division I cheerleading team. During her time at NIU, she was also a national cheerleading and gymnastics coach. Dr. Boyd is a graduate of Palmer College, where she received her doctorate in chiropractic and physiotherapy. Wow. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> it's quite you. a resume yeah. right there. Nice to meet Very you. Very accomplished. You. How are you doing? Very good. good. Thanks. Good. How are you guys tonight? Doing all right. We're well. <laughs> Wish it was warmer yeah. outside, but dealing yeah. with the cold. Yeah, wish it was warmer. I just got back from Florida. You just got back from Florida. Where I mean, Florida? that's where. Yeah, I was there for four years, four and a half years. When did you uh, When did you come back to Chicago? Um, I moved back officially like the first week of July. Okay, so this is my first winter back. I couldn't all. do I couldn't do the warm weather because I feel like I'm more productive when it's cold and I kind of humble myself during the winter time. Really, like you just stay inside. Exactly, and I focus. I focus and I'm humbled, but then when it's warm, I get a when little. Like when he, exactly, he's, he's a exactly. cocky a hole. No one not cocky, but I do so tend to have him. a little more fun. <laughs> That's how it goes normally. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. So tell us, uh, what are you what are you doing now? You are a doctor in chi- chiropractic. Yep. Okay. So I'm a chiropractic physician. Um. So I started my own practice when I moved back in July, yeah. and that's my practice in Wheaton. But I'm also practicing in two other offices. They're not ones that I own, but I practice as an independent doctor there. So one's in Gurney and one's downtown in River North. That's crazy. And you're 28, 27. Yeah, 28. I just turned 28. Last month. Congratulations. Thank you. I still remember um, your birthday party. I remember your birthday was always in the beginning of January because I remember you had that party that one year. I think it was our freshman year of college, college or something. In like a basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> best, you had the best party, Shannon, but it was always so cold. 
Like oh, Shannon man. Boyd knew how to, you know, throw That's a good so event, funny. but it was always so cold. I wish oh, we were no, born in the don't summer. Tell people that they're doctors. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Surprise. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, doctors <laughs> do have a social life. If you're judging, yeah, hey, get over and it. Chocolate. Yeah, you're still people. still a person. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, how? I mean, how did you come to this point? I mean, we read a little bit about your bio and the injuries that you back pain that you had to yeah. deal with, and how did that all progress to culminate in? becoming a doctor and owning a couple of uh, clinics? Um, So I was always super active with sports and athletics. You always get a couple injuries, do different therapies to heal. Um, And I think in undergrad, that's when I really got my first experience with a chiropractor. I hurt myself. I was doing, I was cheerleading for college, but I was also coaching club cheerleading. So it was just a lot like with my shoulders, a lot with my neck. And then tumbling is just, everybody gets back pain from that. So I went to a friend, and they suggested a chiropractor. One was downtown, and one was here in Wheaton, right by where we grew up. Mm-hmm. So on a winter break, I was home from NIU, and I went to the chiropractor, and he hurt. He like he fixed my shoulder that I'd hurt in one visit. So I asked if I could observe some other patients, and I like asked to look at a bunch of X-rays. And then every winter break, I would go there. I would start to work there every summer break. That's where I was. Was and this in high school? That- this no. Was going on or with the co- this was yep, college. College. Okay. Yep, from my freshman year of college. But really, I wanted to go to dental school until until my experience <laughs> with the chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. My parents put me in a lot of those. Uh, what is that? Kaplan study classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that what what was that transition then from dentistry to so it was to just chiropractor. really the more experience I had with the chiropractor, and everyone felt good when they left the chiropractor. Like nobody wants to go to the dentist. Like, and nobody feels good. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the chiropractor, it's like, oh, maybe I'll get a massage like before I... But you leave. just always feel good when yeah. you leave. Like, you feel better than when you came there. And that's not... You don't get that with a lot of other doctors' office, you know? Even MDs, if you go on your sick, you still don't leave feeling any better. Maybe if they give you some medicine and days later, you feel better, but... Yeah. So you like the instant gratification like, yeah. of people <laughs> smiling at you after they leave the office. Uh-huh. Oh. So what would you say... It's the most rewarding thing about being a chiropractic, a doctor, chiropractic person. A chiropractor. Chiropractor. <laughs> Excuse me. What are the English language right now? That's cool. Um, <laughs> so I get to hear a lot of cool stories from patients, just their progress, people who've had pain their entire lives, yeah. finally getting some relief. Um, it's pretty cool. I see... Three generations in one room. I treated grandpa, his dad, and their two daughters. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Today I heard a pretty crazy story from one of my patients. So after I adjusted him, he told me that he had some like balance and coordination issues. And I asked how, you know, how did it start? And he was he was in Afghanistan and he used to fill the tires for their tanks. And usually they fill them in a cage and this day either they ran out of cages or they they didn't have enough, and that was his job. And the tire blew up in his face. So the truck flew into the air. He flew into the air and landed on top of some some piece of the truck. And mm-hmm. he's, like, lost his hearing, has had a lot of middle ear issues, which throws off your balance and coordination. So working with him for a few weeks, he said now, like, his response to things is a lot faster. His coordination, his balance, he can hear a little better. His ears don't ring all the time. Hmm. So just different stories it's not always about your back pain or ankle pain you know and that was pretty cool so what's the difference between then if you could elaborate what you do between that and a physical therapist 
Okay. So I'm also board licensed in physiotherapy, so I can do physical therapy for injuries and anything like that. Okay. Um, that's just a secondary thing, though, to what I do. That's a supplement to the chiropractic adjustment. So my main thing is adjusting bones, adjusting joints, all the joints in your spine, your elbows, your fingers, anything that's bony. Um, physical mm-hmm. therapists usually do a lot of muscle and soft tissue work, so they can't do the the bony adjustment, the manipulation, but they're they're good for mm-hmm. like muscle rehab, a lot of muscle injury things. Okay. So sometimes there are some that are more specialized, you know, in injury than I am. So I'll just go send send patients there, refer them back and yeah. forth. I know. But we're different. Cool. cool. It's good though to for a patient to see a chiropractor and a physical therapist. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the dual uh, responsibility of both being a doctor and owning a business. What is that? Pro- what has that process been like? Oh I don't know gosh. too many young people who have gone out and opened their own business, especially having a, a doctorate under their belt. Yeah, it's it's not what I planned to do, but I'm glad that that's the path that I chose. How did that all come to be? Um, you know, I just I really wanted the freedom to kind of treat my patients how I wanted, and to grow a practice in an area that I that I like to be in, in a place that I grew up. So it was kind of start your own. I had to figure out how to get a business plan, how to get an LLC and a, you know, like a, first of all, just getting my license and getting credentialed with insurance. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that would have been yeah. very it was easy. Difficult. I'm still learning. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. And I thought that this way you wouldn't take your work home. But now I go to work and then my work is still home because owning your own business, that part. But Yeah. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> yeah. I try to take I try, naps. I try to take naps. Yeah. <laughs> What, well, what, sometimes. What, yeah, were you used to that process, though, in in uh, grad no. school where no. it wasn't around the clock or things like that, doing rounds? Or... I mean, oh, in chiropractic school, yeah. it was like that for sure. There would be days and days you didn't sleep. We would okay. have like 11 tests in a week. doesn't sound very healthy. Yeah, your boards, <laughs> boards are like, what, testing 600 questions over two days. Now I know why you want to make people smile yeah. <laughs> after I've been through all that. Yeah. So. But you know what? It's funny. I would go do it again. We all said when we were there, like, God, why did we start this? I would never do this. But now that I'm finished, I would go back in a second. What's the most rewarding part about it? Um, Really just the stories that your patients tell you. Some days you think, like, did I even help this person? Did I do anything? And then they'll tell you their next visit. I was finally able to start working out again. I was able to run with my husband. So things like that, it's just, it's rewarding to hear. And you feel good, like, helping people and you notice their energy changes. It really helps your own energy. So you're able to dispel that rumor then that med school ends up just sucking the life out of it. Was it med school or is it a... No, it still is. It's chiropractic school, so it's just another type of medicine. Okay, but not life-sucking in the way that... I mean, they you all hear are. stories about. Oh, they they all are. They all okay. Everybody wants to. <laughs> but the fact that you can out. still smile and nobody's you know, sleeping. Everybody looks like crap. Like, <laughs> but you're all going through the same thing. Yeah, that camaraderie is definitely yeah. helpful. Yeah, real, uh, real quick, uh-huh. try uh, not leaning back so much. Lean <laughs> more in. It's okay. We can edit everything. Okay. Uh, that sounds a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I think so. We'll find out when I ask you this next question, real quick. Um, what's the most difficult thing you encountered when getting your doctorate degree? What was the most difficult or frustrating thing going through the process? 
So going through the process of school or afterwards, starting well, I guess after? Or both? From, from just before, it sounded like the exams are really hard. But was oh, there any yeah. type of like, I mean, exams are always hard for everybody, you know? Right. Um, but I guess, was there a certain material that you had to learn or just anything that struck out any memory or event <laughs> when you were in school that was just like, wow, I just feel like quitting right now? Oh, yeah. There was a couple of those. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> There was this one time, I think it was during finals, and everybody is just scatterbrained. So we had this one teacher who taught x-ray radiology. So it was going over all x-rays, different fractures, different cancers, patterns of looking through x-rays and MRIs. And she was the hardest teacher we had. If you came into class two minutes late, she made you walk out. She marked you as absent and counted against your grade. But so this one test, she had us all turn in our test before we walked out. And I looked at the pile. I guess I put my test back in my backpack, and I went home. Oh, no. When I got home, I was opening opening my bag, and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have my test here. What am I going to do? So I had to go back. That was the one time that I cried at school because she was just like, well, you know, there's nothing we can do. Maybe you can make it up on the next one. She ended up talking to somebody else. They let me retake it. I got a better grade anyways, but... (laughs) This was in Florida? Yeah. I could have had to retake a whole, like, semester, a whole quarter of class because of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. What part of Florida were you living in? Port Orange, right by Daytona Beach. Right by Daytona Beach. Yep. Okay. That was nice. We'd go study on the beach. We'd have a little, like, an hour between class. That's the dream. If I were to go to graduate school, I'd have to <laughs> yeah. go someplace Florida, warm. Aside from all the hurricanes. Uh, hey, no, great people, just, warm you, weather. <laughs> we had maybe, like, two tropical storms. Oh, okay. <laughs> People yeah. loved it because the waves got bigger, but... No, he's not meant for warm weather. He's yeah. not a warm weather dude. That's why I have the like beard, you know? No. Uh, so, roughing it up up here in the wild north. Keep you warm. <laughs> Keep you warm. You'd be surprised how effective it is as a wind block, yeah. Yeah, you don't got a beard. That's because... You, you know I've always struggled to grow facial <laughs> hair. I was it's about just to say that, thing. but I didn't want to, like, put you on blast. Yeah, she, she asked anything. me the question, not true. <laughs> But, yeah, that's why I just grow it up top because I make up for the lack at the bottom. I gotcha. But talk about performing an adjustment because I read somewhere that a lot of people, when they seek a doctor in your field, they look for someone that's normally a guy because they believe that they're naturally stronger, can better adjust the kinks in someone's back compared to a girl. What do you say to kind of defend yourself in your position? So that's also been something that's pretty difficult just for one, being a female doctor and then being younger, when people come in, they're coming to the office, they'll be like, oh, well, where's the doctor? Or I'll hear them talk to the other secretary and say, oh, who's the new girl working here? Like, oh, okay, so wow. maybe I need to just dress a little different. Do I need to wear my coat? But I learned from a female doctor in clinic. So we go through clinicals, like yeah. like um, med school, same thing. Mm-hmm. So she was a female she taught us really how to use your body weight to, to do adjustments. Because I have patients who are, I mean, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, some basketball players who are, I think my tallest patient was like 6'7". Okay. So just really using your body weight for leverage because it's important that you don't hurt yourself as a doctor, like first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to get anything done. But it's really about speed, technique and speed. It's not about strength. So we've had... Yeah, some of the bigger guys in our classes were not some of the best adjusters. Hmm. But it's really about technique. So, so you have so to own your skill. 
Yeah, has that presented any sort of challenges when it comes to starting up your business in any um, way? So that's been really a good selling point for me. Since I was with that chiropractor before studying and kind of shadowing under him, I got to learn some adjustments before I ever went to school. Nice. So that was like really Inside my strong track. point. Yeah, I was yeah. adjusting before I had ever got there. Awesome. Yeah. And then you go to a lot of seminars. You find some electives at school. I mean, they just introduce you into little different different fields of chiropractic. Some doctors, they only focus on the neck. Some only focus on the hips. I took seminars that we do different brain balancing things. So just really owning your skill. Yeah. So what do you focus on then? If you So I like to do the adjustments. I'm, I don't just focus on the spine. I'm really big with extremities, so elbows, knees, shoulders, ankles. Mm-hmm. I was an athlete, so athletes hurt more than just their back. Yeah. I got to treat a couple of Bears players. Their knees were big things. Yeah, I saw that on your website. Yeah, very, so sports injuries cool. has been pretty big. I want to start getting into some pediatrics and maybe, like, some kids, athletes, stuff yeah. like that. kids. Yeah. They respond to chiropractic so fast. I know. I don't bounce back. Yeah, it seems really like quickly. there's more of a need with that these days too. Oh yeah, these it's kids like, walking around with like helmets and all that is it's so bad. Sometimes adjusting loosens, uh, different sutures, different skull bones loosens. You know, th- bones in the neck for colicky babies, babies with ear infections, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's it's important for little kids too. That's awesome. Good but somehow you. I turned into the sports chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. Is there is there just more business? You think with people that are athletes like the need or the demand to do what you do with athletes compared um, to they're definitely kids. more demanding on their bodies because they get injured more right. often and they just require more out of their body okay you know so they need to put a little bit more into it but i don't think that there's a need for them more than any normal person you know you ever had a difficult patient somebody who oh, just yeah. We're annoying the hell she's out a of doctor, you. Of course, she's oh had gosh, difficult yeah. patients. How do you how do you deal with difficult patients when you encounter them? Like, do they teach you the psychology of like zenning them out, or how do you take care of that? Yeah, I mean, they can only treat, teach you so much. But I honestly, I try to treat patients like my mom. If she was having a bad day, or if it's anybody's mom, like what I send my mom to that doctor, that's how I try to treat everybody as a patient. So okay. difficult ones. Whatever, they always end up being nicer. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> I just, it's I think it's good. so fascinating the fact that you still seem human after doing all this. And I mean, you know, I think not it, to it say made stereotypes, me more human. But, I think, yeah, just really going to Florida and being in the South was a little different way of life than being here that is in true. the Midwest. Yeah, it makes you a softer person. Like walking around the streets here, if you don't you say, say hi, bless her heart, yeah, like nobody, <laughs> nobody would say anything. If you walked past somebody in Florida and you didn't say hi, how's your day? They'd be like, what? What is wrong with you? Where are you from? So even Florida has that southern hospitality oh, type yeah. environment. Mm-hmm. That's so really cool. yeah. I didn't I didn't experience this that when I was in Florida. Were you but in you, Miami or something? Yes, <laughs> I had to hit, <laughs> Shannon. I had to hit up South Beach. You know me. I love a good time. Yeah, that was my little weekend getaways. How far were you from South Beach? Two hundred and fifty miles. Two hundred and fifty miles. So yeah. just under four hours. I would walk. It was on a straight shot. Beach. The highway was oh, no, like yeah. a mile from my house. Yeah. And I would try to, you know, make friends. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And they would look at me like crazy. And it's just always a party. <laughs> it's twenty four seven. It's nonstop. But that's only Miami. That's South Beach. Yeah. The rest of Florida is not like that. It's much more humble. <laughs> yeah. Normal. Miami is like LA, Chicago. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. like when I was with my friends from Indiana and they'd I'd say like, Oh yeah, like back in Illinois and they're like, No, 
you mean Chicago. <laughs> the rest of Illinois is not like Chicago. But in my brain, it's like, wait, no, what? There's, right. out, there's more outside of the Chicago area? No, if you're area? from Illinois, yeah, you have to say you're from Chicago. Yeah. But God forbid you meet somebody from Chicago in another town and you say you're from Chicago. They're like, where are you I from? I know. They're so like, pretentious. Like like, like, you can't say you're from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day because like... Yeah, like Santa Monica and Hollywood, all of those are like within the LA city limits, but like the downtown is very small. And you right. can say you're from LA and, you know, be all over the place. Yeah. Same with like New York. You can be from New York and be from Long Island or like Queens, but not, you know, outside of Manhattan. Then like you can say you're from Chicago, but if you're like not, if your address is not inside the city limit, no, you're not from Chicago. Yeah. But it did bother me when I'd meet people at school and they'd be like, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, where? Like, oh, I'm, I'm living in Valparaiso or like somewhere in northwest. <laughs> no, I'm from Chicago. Somewhere, somewhere in northwest Indiana. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to say no to you oh, yeah. on that one. Yeah, I, I love Glendale Heights. Do you still live there? <laughs> yeah, of course. You do? Yeah, I live in Glendale Heights. I tell everyone when I meet them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm from a little place called Glendale Heights. You could look it up. And uh, once we make it, we're going to put on that's put it on exact, the map. Put it on the map. That's exactly what I intend to do. Would you say, Shannon, that most of your patients are are, are Caucasian or are white? No. What would you say the demographic of patients you treat? Most of them are black. Okay, so most of them are African American. Yeah. See, he asked that because he read a study that said something like, "Was it ninety seven percent? Ninety seven percent of people that see receive chiropractic treatment are white." So what yeah. I wanted to ask you I have personally: a couple of Hispanic patients. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, actually, in Florida, most of my patients were white, but okay, okay. How do you, how do you how do you believe? Um, I've never even I never thought about that. Yeah, though. as a minority in this field, well, and that also you can growing that up like in DuPage County, there's less black people. Yeah. Period. Okay, but I still that's my majority of patients. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's a. Where's it, this study from? I want to see it. Global. Yeah. It was called Wikipedia. Global Health. Global Health. Yeah, that's right. Globalhealth.com. It's actually, an I wrote myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you really can, happy he remembered. It was just like, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Globalhealth.com. I always, always know your sources, man. Oh, always have the sharpest memory. Okay. One of the sharpest in high school, if you don't remember. But I remember. Yeah. How do we, how do we increase the uh, the awareness though in the minority community? Like, how do you think we can get of people better informed? Exactly. Um. You know what? It's really word of mouth is a big thing. If you have a positive experience with any doctor, really, you should share it. Um, but that's a good question. It's something that I haven't really looked into. That's is something, I guess, for the future that I could kind of look into, look into that. Um, but speaking of it, my dad actually does a lot of business for minority-owned companies. Okay. So, I mean, that would be something maybe we could both kind of do together. Yeah. Do you that. have any ideas for that? Did you look up anything? Uh, just, uh, he was just trying good, to find like, fun to raise stats. awareness if yeah. you know that there's yeah. a market that's under-targeted. Yeah. Like, no one in my family. And I have a huge family. You've never been to the Cairo? Like I've million. never. You've never been? I've never been. To, I've been to a physical therapist. Yeah. I've never been to a Cairo. When? When you got hurt or something? When I got hurt once upon a time, I had to seek physical therapy. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought to do it. And I told my mm-hmm. mother, I'm like... Hey, I'm interviewing someone from from high school. She's like, "Oh, really? Who? What does she do?" I'm like, "She's a chiropractor." And she's like, "Oh, what?" I'm like, "She's a chiropractor." She's like, "What are those?" And I'm like, "Did she think I do massage?" That's what you get all the <laughs> yeah, time. Like she, yeah, she thought, I would like, imagine. Oh, so you can get like, massage. She like, and she brought up massage envy because she goes there. All, I'm like, no, it's 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 a little more different than massage envy, but yeah, this is what she does and what she's about. Yeah, but you get that a lot. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Oh, do you have a certificate?" Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. really fun stuff. Uh huh. Um, do a lot of people that you see, you treat them for things that are 
as a result of like uh, you know lifting or sports or are there a lot of people that you see who come in as a result of just not having a very active lifestyle and maybe they are helping someone move and because all of a sudden that shock to their body they then have to come see you no it's definitely both but the response oh, sorry an athlete's body will respond a lot faster to treatment because they're more conditioned as in someone who hasn't been exercising their back went out when they went to reach for something they were lifting something their body responds a lot slower. Those muscles are deconditioned. Those nerves are even deconditioned. So they're going to need a little bit more aggressive treatment to get better, whereas a body that's conditioned and exercising responds a lot faster to treatment. Do you see a lot of people, like let's go back to people who are who do sports or active lifestyle or whatnot, uh, a lot of people that you see, would you say some of them, when they see you, just a result of years of wear and tear? Or do you see a lot of people who just overwork their body you know you you get both Both. so you have some people they woke up and they don't know what they did and it's been like this for a few days so you get some of that you get some of the wear and tear the repetitive motion from work overhead lifting and then you just get some injuries from athletes but that's what's really been the fun part of the job like you don't know what you're gonna get especially on a saturday saturday mornings are my crazy days really because patients get hurt over the weekends, chiropractors usually aren't open on Fridays, so you get like the most extreme. Their wives are helping them walk, and like <laughs> yeah, they the cry when they take off their shoes because their back hurts so oh bad. God. Mm-hmm. But that's that's fun though. It's on like it keeps you on your toes. It's never the same. So no patient is ever the same. Like an investigation, like a mystery. Yeah, of, like, it's what it is. Oh, that's fun. It is. It's fun. Like the, let me figure out what you do. Okay, that makes sense. Why this hurts? Okay, were you doing this? Like. You get to ask a 21 question. Has there ever been a case where you've just been totally perplexed as to what is wrong with this person that you just can't figure out what? Or are you relatively deductive? So there's been this one male patient, and no matter what I would do, he he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said he had the same amount of pain. He had better range of motion, but he always had this low back pain. And he was, a, he was an older guy, and he went to... <laughs> He what? No, I already no, know no, he's no, just no, saying no, that. No, like, no. You, can, like, you can, like, massage. That's what I was thinking. No, no, like, no, he no, was, no, like, no, trying no. to, like... He was, he was <laughs> like, saying that I was unexperienced. Because uh, he went to... More psychological. Yeah. In, in the office pain. that I'm in, in Gurney, there was a lady. She sold her office um, to another female doc. So I help her, and I treat all the patients that she left. So he was like, well, the doctor that I used to see, she would just dig in there real good, and then... He was like, but maybe she was more experienced than you. He was probably just crushing all the female doctors there. Maybe I'm not the doctor for you. Like, I'm sure if he walked in and saw a male doctor, he'd be completely against it. The thing is, no doctor is for everybody, though. Everyone, everybody is going to respond to things differently. Mm. So I'm not for everybody. (laughs) Most people. Do, Do you have to tell clients you might need to go somewhere else? After a few periods of treatment. So then we'll investigate other things like MRIs or more invasive procedures. But it's good when patients come to me first before they go see the surgeons, mm-hmm. the neuros, the people who want to cut, see what your least invasive treatment can help your body. That's, that's my main goal. Where do you get your referrals from? So a lot of them are word of mouth. Um, I'll do some flyers, some promotional things like free exams, um, check insurance, things like that. A lot of social media. So you don't ever get them from medical doctors? Oh, yeah. I get a couple. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, a couple. Because 
Yeah, there's one MD in particular, and a couple podiatrists too. All right. Yeah. I, I ask like you ankles. that. I'm good with ankle pain, plantar fasciitis, foot pain. Foot pain. Uh-huh. I know this acupuncture mm-hmm. girl, like a specialist, a doctor, and she tells me that a lot of people in her field and in your field are struggling to get respect in the medical field or in the science industry For sure. because they kind of reject the whole holistic nature of what you guys do well there was a whole thing years ago mds and chiropractic the aca they sued each other so chiropractors sued mds because mds were publishing a lot of work saying that chiropractic doesn't work and Hmm. telling their patients not to see them which is it's neglectful to not you know given allow another treatment that's beneficial but so the aca american chiropractic association they won and mds had to like I don't know, ban or take away all the stuff that they had already put in print. And I mean, some of them still don't believe in chiropractic, but that's been a battle for like 80 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. This is a battle that you've been forced to fight. Yeah. But some MDs are really good. A lot of DOs are good about referring patients. And then you have some that came from families of doctors who are so anti-chiropractic. I went to the same doctor my whole life. Basically, I just stopped going to a pediatrician a few years ago. <laughs> nice. But she, when I told her that I was going to chiropractic school, she was, she like disowned me. Oh. It's like, at least make, promise me that your patients will get vaccines. Promise me that you'll do this. I'm just like, that's not my belief in practice. So mm. I've known her my whole life and she was very anti-chiropractic. Wow. Mm-hmm. My dad um, knows somebody that's been a dentist, I think for like 30 something years and I had a conversation with her and they were telling me like how when people will refer, you know, a dentist will refer someone to an orthodontist or how whatever yeah. avenue people take. Right. He, this person, this woman was saying like how much, I guess you could say corruption she's seen in unnecessary referrals. Oh, yeah. Unnecessary. Oh, like, yeah. Talk a little bit about that in your particular industry. No, there's a ton of that. Even with, with pain, prescription pills, things like that. If a doctor is getting paid by a certain company, they're going to push that product whether it's the best for that specific patient or not. Or, you know, I'll send you to my friend who they'll take an image that maybe you don't necessarily need. But if you have good insurance, a lot of doctors will do that to max out people's insurance and max out benefits. But just like there's, I mean, good docs, there's bad docs. So you have to be careful with who you go to, really, for anything. Is there a way for the average person to know who's a good doc and who's a bad one? Try to... I mean, Google, see some reviews. If you can can find a doctor by word of mouth or somebody that, if you have a doctor you trust, somebody that they refer you to is usually a good fit. Mm. But yeah, try to ask somebody with a similar condition who found some progress, some success with. In your experience, Shannon, are a lot of health insurance companies reluctant or hesitant to give their clients medical coverage so it for just, chiropractors. It depends. A lot of them are good with it. Um, like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, yeah. Cigna, Aetna, things like that. They're pretty good. They'll usually give their patients, say, 20 or 25 visits. And you can use those throughout the year that they'll pay either 80 or 100% of. Um, but they give you a discounted rate. So insurance is never going to pay us the full amount of the bill. They have... They have rates that they've already agreed to with whenever you get credentialed with insurance. That's what you accept. So 
With an MD, sometimes you'll get reimbursed more on the same code. So you'll get paid differently if you have another doctor sign your notes. So sometimes they'll have clinics. I was in one clinic like that where they had an MD there to sign off on notes so they got reimbursed more. But insurance does cover most chiropractic care. They just don't pay you as well all the time. And in your position, you are empowered to prescribe medication so that's, when needed. That's against our philosophy. Okay. We are natural healing. So no toxins. That's one of our things that we are against. Good, good. Because I do believe that we are overly medicated as a society. Well, yeah, there's so many people in rehab centers right now for prescription pills. Like, that's the number one addiction in America right now is prescription pills. You think it's okay because my doctor gave it to me. Well, it only takes 20 days to form a habit. So if you took a pill for a month, guess what? You're going to want to keep taking it. And guess what? Your insurance is now paying thousands and thousands of dollars to these pill companies for 10 and 20 and 30 years. Yeah. What did a... What did Eddie Griffin say? It's supposed to treat one thing, and it has oh, six side effects. Some, I have a poster. It's like, <laughs> oh, like, it's like I take my Prilosec for my acid reflux that's caused by all the ibuprofen that I take because of my whatever. But it's just all these pills give you side effects, and then you take another pill for that side effect. Yeah. And then your body can't heal. It's just so much toxins. Crazy. Yeah, it really slows down your body. <laughs> well, we were – wasn't there somebody who we were talking about before who had, like, a pill box – like for every day of the week that had like seven different pills. And she's yeah, like, the um, average person takes like years 13 old. pills or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but it sounds familiar. <laughs> it's like this yeah. one, this one helps me make up. This one helps me put. I'm going to jump out on limb and people can laugh. It's like, you just makes me sad. smoke weed for, or ingest any THC in some form and that fixes 95% of the problems. No joke. And people oh, are going to, people are going to, people are going to laugh about it and stuff. It's like, no, just open up your mind, do your research. That's the absolute truth. Yeah. And these drug companies are no different than, I guess you can say, you know, the drug lords bringing in, uh, no, but they're legal. Heroin, but and they're so legal. They tax, they're legal. Yeah. And the war isn't in the yeah, war is the on paper. Gets, the war is yeah. all on paper. It's government not gets money yeah. for it. Drug industry. It costs like a billion dollars to make a pill. There was a prescription. I saw a movie. With, it could be. It could be more than that. There was a movie with Jeremy Renner that I saw. I can't remember what it's called, but it's with Jeremy Renner, and he discovers that there was ev- possible ev- evidence the U.S. was paying uh, some South American country to uh, ec- or to import cocaine or something like that, and for drug related, per- for well, for uh, prescription medicines, but also yeah. just to distribute crack and cocaine on the street. I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time, but the drug industry is multi-billion dollar industry. So anything that generates that much money, there's going to be some, somebody's going to get sketchy with it. Oh, for sure. So you have patients asking you about marijuana as a medicinal treatment. I can't imagine. (laughs) They see that doctor and they're like, oh, Oh my gosh, my patients ask me (laughs) the weirdest things. Yeah, they'll ask that, like, in a clinic full of people. (laughs) So, do you know anybody that I can get a marijuana card from? Or what do you think about this? And so, I just have to tell them there's benefits and, you know, some negatives to everything. Yeah. But it's not legal here. So, if you are in a place where it's legal, go ahead if that's what works for you. But I can't. You can't condone such behavior. You know, I my doctor's been hating. Let me check out my chiropractor right quick. (laughs) Yeah, I could come up on this prescription. That's so funny. Doctor, like they they go down the list, and and finally, chiropractor is the the last doctor of last. Yeah, we're trying to get like disability cards. You know, so you can park in a handicap spot. (laughs) Work notes for work. 
That's what it is. Like, I'm not going to excuse you for a month of work when I saw you, like, one time. That no, is so that. funny, really. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I'm trying to get out of a week of work, so I might hit you up. <laughs> go see my <laughs> yeah. chiropractor, Shannon Boyd, right? Cool. Well, she can, she can fill your medical me. marijuana card while <laughs> you're there. No, too, that so. I do not need, but thank you. <laughs> Good, good for you. Oh, that's great. Where we you guys out? are doing great. <laughs> Killing it. Get a little off subject. They look, they look at, they look at me when they both realize they have, they don't know what to do next. So then I usually jump in with a random question. But Is for the most true? part, we. No, no, no. It's been very. Uh, well, it was funny because I was looking by. I'm like, holy cow! It's been almost 40 minutes, oh, and really? time is just wow. flying. And sometimes we're like talking. It's like, oh, this interview's not going so well. It was okay. We, we, we had, had one interview that was been going like for 10 minutes, 25 you know? minutes, and it Would you just stop there and, like, stare at each other? We were just, like, it was a lot of staring. It was kind of awkward. I mean, but to a certain degree, I mean, this conversation is going so great because we all went to high school together, yeah. and sometimes when you speak, speak to someone who you don't, you don't know really as know well, feel comfortable yeah, in. exactly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, we... We hit it all? We hit a lot of stuff. Oh, let's see, um... You seem disappointed. No, did we... Did we already discuss the the difference between chiropractic therapy and physiotherapy? Yeah, and physical therapy. Yeah. yeah. Physio- well, Neil mentioned that earlier, but he yeah. asked me. It's like, I don't know. Ask Shannon when she gets here. Yeah, just more of how PT is going to do more muscle work, more rehab, which I'm still licensed to do. But a lot of chiropractors, if they're too busy with just the adjusting, they'll refer it out. Or if it's a specific injury that maybe I think another doctor is more fit to deal with, then I'll send them that. But they can't do any manipulations, no adjustments, nothing like that. Nothing no, for the bones, okay. just the muscles. That makes sense. So yeah. I shouldn't let my friend crack my back. No. The really big, burly friend of mine doesn't <laughs> speak English <laughs> just, at all, but he just always barely. knows how to, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. do that anymore. I don't think I you will know, after having this though, conversation. I do, have, I do have to ask my boyfriend to crack my back like that. Yeah. Uh, it's not good for you, but just sometimes really? you need a little... Yeah, no, I know. I, just, I, I know what you're saying. Do you saying. get treated by a chiropractor yourself? Sometimes. When you have your own... Yeah, um, when when the other doctor is there in the Wheaton mm-hmm. office with me, occasionally we can adjust each other. Okay. But usually our schedules are, when he's free, I have a patient. When he has a patient, I'm free. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just whenever sure. we can. Good. So you own three clinics? No. Own one. You own I practice one. in another two. You practice two. at other two. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, what's next for you? I mean, that's already a really great start by the age of 28. I really just want to focus on building my patients. Um, I want to try to get more involved with, I said before, some children, some student athletes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe going back to some cheer gyms that I used to coach in. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and adjusting there because club cheerleading, cheerleaders have the most neck and back injuries of any It's like every sport. cheerleader I talk to is just is. a walking injury. All yeah. three of them, right, well, No, I, All three of them, like, yeah. I mean, obviously football is real dangerous, but like cheerleading, people don't know, but that's like an extremely dangerous thing. Yeah, they have the most neck and spinal cord injuries of any sport. Jeez. Football's right under it, but... I saw Bring It On the other day on TV. Did you? Yeah. Wait, cheerleaders get more neck and spine injuries than yep. football players? Yep. Wow. Maybe they should be wearing helmets. or helmets. Yeah. I saw some nasty injuries in college. Oh. I saw a girl fracture her eye socket in cheerleading practice. So when you're throwing girls up and they're spinning and flipping, you're either going to get kicked, knee, elbow. She got an elbow straight to her Ouch. eye socket and fracture her orbital bone. She get a plate put in her face. Oh. Tell girls get their nose broken this one day. This girl took off her mask. She had a whole little mask like so she could still go to practice. She did it off maybe one week early. That within 30 seconds of her taking it off, she got nicked on the nose. Oh. And it broke again. God. So I'm going to ask you this question. 
right. I'm gonna see if you change. I asked you this question. I want to say like 13 years ago. Let's see if your answer is the same. Okay. Shannon Boyd. What? Is cheerleading a sport? Heck yes, it is. Wow, I love how just by that immediate <laughs> look, I knew the answer to that question. All right, then she hasn't changed that, it up on us much at all, guys. Cool. Do you think it is? I've always thought it was a sport. Okay. Personally, I, well, then we're still friends. <laughs> I remember you. I remember you like explained it to us one time. Like this is why, and I, I guess I didn't think that of it that way. That was one of the way. hardest sports I've, I've ever done. No. Cheerleading and probably snowboarding. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Did and, you have any injury? Any major injuries in high school or college doing cheerleading? Um. Maybe. Oh, a couple of concussions. Softball, I broke a couple of fingers. Couple, I, feel, I feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah you know, we, 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 we've all had concussions. We don't, we don't know our real yeah, last names. You're still ring occasionally. Us. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I know how that is. Yeah. yeah. I got hit in the face with a softball a couple of times. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Live to tell. <laughs> Stuff's dangerous. Yeah. So, um, so where can people find you again? Name the... The areas that you practice again, and obviously you have a website. What's the URL yeah. for the website? Talk about how people so can find you. So my website is www.drboyd, spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-B-O-I-D.com. Um, my three locations are on there. My main one is Wheaton right here. Um, it's within the big health source building right next to Seven Doors on Roosevelt and President. Uh, the second one that I'm in is Gurney. It's called Delaney Chiropractic Center. That's also on my website. And then my fun office in River North downtown. <laughs> it's called the Chicago Fix. Is that the medical marijuana dispensary? No. Not but they do have, they have medical doctors there. They do, yeah. like, Botox there. They have all kinds of docs. Okay. So. Cool. And what sort of clients do you take on? So they're really in all areas. They're kind of different clientele. The River North is more of, like, some socialites, people getting off right after work. Um, Gurney has been my older patients, older clientele, and then... Wheaton is more of my athletes, some younger patients, so I get a nice mix. Cool. Yeah. If I ever need an adjustment, you'll be the yeah, first person I hit up. I'm gonna so, like, make I've sure never been to a chiropractor before. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys are all going to get adjusted. Yeah. We, so close. You're, you're <laughs> she close. said you guys are all going to get adjusted. <laughs> yeah. It's inevitable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to stop off. Shannon, yeah. is there anything that you want to discuss that we haven't touched base on yet at all? Anything that comes to mind? No. Okay. So that's what they all say. So you're good. It's because they feel like they're put on the spot. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that concludes the episode. We are thank you. out of time. And Dr. Shannon Boyd, thank you very much for coming by. Thanks. And, this uh, was fun. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully and, I can be on another oh, time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. So again, thank you for coming on. And guys, be on the lookout for the next episode straight up. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. That's a wrap. Well Woo. done. You know what I wanted to bring up with you was, um, do you remember in high school... Um, when we were playing softball, we were forming a softball team, and I think him and I somehow got this idea to form another team, or I don't know what happened, but we tried to come up to you and be like, we want to form our own team, and you were like, I would expect this from Neil, but not from me. <laughs> yeah, I know you remember that. And I, and I, was, I was like, no, <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Like, this well, is the troublemaker. They, they, they remember the oddest no, thing. No, that's yes. funny. No. We were discussing it, and I'm that. like, you tell Shannon. No, you tell Shannon. No, you tell Okay, so, fine, I'll do so it. That's so funny. been breaking balls for, what, six, seven, eight years? <laughs> <laughs> a, long, a long time. I was way longer than that, dude. Uh, I remember, like, right after I said that to the look you gave me, I was like, oh, my gosh. Big mistake, big mistake, big mistake. Uh, and he's like, yeah, because, you know, Shannon, you... you Worked out. He's like, yeah, dude, she works out. She's got muscles. Like, dude, you tell her. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'll approach this, you know. I was so buff in high school. Yeah, you, yeah, you were, you were swollen. Yeah, athlete. Back in the day. Yeah. Neil and I were talking about, he's like, have you heard anything about the high school reunion? I was like, no. I saw um, 
Oh yeah, when, I isn't saw, it like this summer? Well, I saw Paul Hale. I don't know. Uh, last <laughs> June, at a bar, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, Forkins is supposed to organize it, but I don't think he's going to." Cruzen said he'll step up, and then I saw him again. John I Cruzen? think like yeah, and then I saw him again. I think. I mean, Kelly Stack, either a couple uh, Yeah, weeks. I saw Kelly Stack at some bar, maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah, I, I saw them right after, right before I saw you at the restaurant, and I was like, any update? And they're like, no, working still, he, I don't think he's going to do it, cruising is going to step up, he'll step up, but he wants people to help him, and now it's, you know, middle of February, yeah. and I haven't heard anything from everyone, so I'm I haven't heard anything have, about like, it. I mean, should, I mean, uh, should yeah. we? We could, I think we got this under control, because before we were like, well, Neil and I will do but it. But you don't want two people, but you know, trying to... Be too busy thing. doing this that oh, we yeah. can't focus on that. But if we can get like another four people together to help just well, knock everything out or something, I don't Jessica know. Jessica Goff. Would you be down? <laughs> yes. I remember when I remember yes. when I'm sitting at the table and I'm with like Chander Cannon and she comes over and she's like, Hey guys, can I sit down? And we're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Isn't that still how she talks? <laughs> and so she sits down and she's got her paper and pen. <laughs> And she's like, okay, so I just want to tell you, talk to you guys about, you know, the potential senior trip that we're going to be having. And she's trying to sell us on this idea of, like, this, Wait, can like, island in the Bahamas or something, pay seven or $800 to go. And then her, her selling points are, yeah, you know, a lot of celebrities have been there. Like, Paris Hilton was there a few weeks ago. And, this, and Chander is just, like, in his head. I can just tell he's just like, I do not. <laughs> Oh, man. No, she's the same way. She would jump on it. She would be excited to do it. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to hit her up. Yeah, she's she's very... She'll make she her stuff get She's the exact the, same. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I've seen her... I've she's seen so her peppy. Lot. Like, she'll make it fun. She'll plan all the details and stuff. She'll go a little overboard. I remember one time, too, in health class, freshman year, uh, probably like the first or second week of school, somehow I was talking to her about baseball. And oh, my like, gosh, oh, yeah, she like, is She's obsessed. like, I love the socks. She has like, a Sox yeah. tattoo. Does she really? Mm-hmm. So does Dan. Um, when they won. Rosenstein, I think. Um, when they won? When they won. Yeah. Are you saying she jumped on the bandwagon? No, oh, she always loves. No, them. she always has. Because I told her, it's like, yeah, I'm a fan of the Cubs. And she's like, oh, please, you're just saying that because I said I like the Sox. <laughs> just like, she talks okay, high school, fun. Yeah. So he knows all the, he knows the crew from high school? He's met them? Yeah, you met most of them. Yeah, we went to a carnival. Oh, the summer fest, the GH fest. We went. Oh, okay. you still go to years. This was the first one I'd been to in like ten years. You remember you that thing? Really the same old face around, and you can be like upside down. We, on we the, did that. You, I'm, I'm telling you. So the next day, I'm sitting in front of her mom's house. Somebody walks by and goes, "Oh, that's there's Shannon's boyfriend." <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't seen. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, GH fest cool. is fun. Where, where are you from? Ohio. You're from Ohio. Yeah. Oh, we're okay. in Ohio. <laughs> that makes One you a Cavaliers say. fan. Unfortunately. <laughs> we'll talk. Are you a LeBron fan? Of course he I is. Am. I am. Of course Jessica, Jessica Gaw. I thought I knew that. Let, I me, knew let that. me tell you something. Jessica Gaw, I ran into Jessica on the train. And you did? Yeah. Like, I, I ran into Jessica a lot. He runs into everyone in the most random places. I've never places. seen you. I told you, we've been like the same vicinity. I feel like over the last 10 years, we just never. No, I haven't been here for four years. So I ran into Jessica <laughs> on the train. Great, let me go back to what I was and, talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah, and Jessica was like, and Jessica, was, she was tipsy, and she was with her, her sister. Yeah, Heather. Heather. And um, I told them, like, they were hating on Della Padova, like, he's this, he's that, the third. I'm but like, they he, know what they're talking about, though. I'm like, I'm like, they no, they're, they're they're I'm like he's actually not that bad. She's like, you must be a LeBron fan. I'm like, I am. And she tried to kick me off the train. And she was like, <laughs> she was very drunk and making a little scene. I was completely sober. I was like, yo, this girl lost her mind. Are you embarrassed? Yes. 
And you shouldn't have been a Cavs fan. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't change who I am, Shay. I can't. I wonder how many people like burned his uniform and threw out all their posters and crap and then just bought it had to buy more stuff. There, there, there were new there were new news stories about that. Yeah. You know, they had to rummage through the garbage dump or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I saw um a thing on Twitter. It was probably one of the funniest videos I've seen. It was this guy wearing a Panthers uniform like the last two minutes of the Super Bowl when they got scored on again and he's like Damn you, Cam Newton! Damn you! He takes the TV, like son or someone's filming it. He takes the TV and smashes it on the floor. <laughs> leaves to like go get a golf club or something like that, and is smashing it. He's it just, hot? I didn't see there's that. There's some. Yeah. I mean, on Twitter, it's yeah. like it's like just a 30, 30 second video. But I saw it on Facebook. It was like two and a half, three minutes of this, this guy nonstop, just destroying the television, <laughs> picking it up, throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> you must have money. It was like a big TV. No, it didn't look like they were rich. No, it just looked like a normal person's house with nice like a property. flat screen TV. Okay, right, that was their one nice thing. That was their one nice thing. That's how angry he was. Yeah. Yeah. Did any Westies go to NIU? Yeah. Uh, Keith Sinan went. Keith? Yeah, I saw I Keith. Saw, I bumped him down the train one time a few years um, ago. Who else went there? Who played uh, Mallory Mayer, I think, football. went to NIU. She was... The, who was the girl who was a dancer and she had curly hair? Jordan. Benson. Benson uh, played for What great Brandon. Br- Brandon played there only for like a year. She was our, our age. A dancer? Yeah, she was on a dance like team. She had curly or hair. Or? No. On the dance team, like Pom. We had a different. Oh, like cheerleading. Noah. Maddie something. Yes. Oh, Maddie. Uh, 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 she dated uh Devin for a little. Uh, Maddie, Maddie Johns. Maddie yeah, Johns. she went to NIM. Okay. Yeah. But I never really saw her. I saw Keith. I would see. We'll get Nas. No, oh, yeah, Nas. Uh, Nas yeah. Wow. To- I would see him like randomly. Shout out to Nas. Somewhere. He liked our Facebook page. I think he subscribed. Oh yeah, I saw too. that. That was very nice. Did you them. subscribe? You're on your phone right now. <laughs> Do it. He's going to, so he doesn't have to. Talk to <laughs> yes. so which one of you guys went to the event at Fleetwood with Swank? All of us. We were all there. Um, was Swank PR? Yeah, you were yeah. there. Brianna's thing. Yeah, you know Brianna. That's yeah. What? What? Really? Yeah. Small world. Brianna. I know Boy Illinois very well. I did one. I did it. Yeah, Boy Illinois. I know him. <laughs> you know Billy? Billy who? I hope you would say, hey, the boy Illinois, how are you doing? He probably, he probably wouldn't mind. Yeah, it. I didn't know his name, Billy. Now I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know her? How do you guys know Brianna? So, uh, building our network, you know. We're, we're working people. with uh, Swank Publishing. Uh, our Media is trying huh. to form a That was the partnership. first time that you we... Should, we should yeah. call her and tell her today. No, <laughs> <laughs> you don't work with Bri no more? Uh, we're still friends. We, <laughs> we're we, still we friends. just went out with her like a month ago. Yeah. The Paris Club. Who was there? <laughs> um, what did we go there for? Yeah, we've been trying to meet with her. For, so his cousin, so Dominic, who was here earlier. Yeah. So him and, and uh, the Boy Illinois are both clients of Brianna. And um, his own, his company, his thing is Elite Society. Right, and they're, they're partnering with us. Yeah. They're like help, they're helping us launch, and so he is connecting us with Bree to try and uh, publicize and, and get stuff out there. But we went to that event, and we've all everyone's just been busy with everything. We've yet to sit down with her and okay. kind of discuss how to move forward. With things. That's so funny! What a small world. You weren't playing musical chairs, were you? That huh? night, did you see the oh, yeah. 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 musical chairs? Yeah. Matter of fact, who did I bring there? I came right in the beginning. I left. There was a lot going on that night. But, uh, when was it? It was, it was December 30th. Or December 29th. Yeah. So Tuesday. Home, it was a Tuesday. The coming out um, party for straight up. I can't remember where I brought there. I had two people with me. 
Yeah. It was funny because before this, we knew about the media event. We're like, oh, this would be a great opportunity. And Dom's like, yeah, you know, you can just come oh, in. Oh, I remember. The same <laughs> night as Timbuktu had his, uh, had his thing at Metro. That's what it was. There was a lot going on that night. And it was a first dance had a thing going on. His birthday party. It was like a Tuesday night. Yeah. It was it was on a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Tuesday, so. Wednesday. No, it was it was it was a Tuesday. Wednesday night I had a date. Oh my god, Thursday night it was, was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gonna say it was Wednesday. Tuesday I had a date. Thursday I worked out and bench. Don't you hate me? And then it, it all comes back. You know, but she knows uh, <laughs> business comes first. So Is she from GH? Chronicles. No. Do we know her? She's from Roselle. Oh, the date? date? Yeah. Is she your first date? We don't know anything about her except she's a doctor. She's a doctor. Of what? She's an anesthesiologist. What? Keep her <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old is she? Do not, do she not she's she's twenty six or twenty seven. She's twenty six. Yeah. They made a lot of money. Yeah, they pay yeah, they, they pay more than any other doctor though in male practice insurance. That's what I'm told. More than a neurosurgeon. More than a neurosurgeon. That's what I have to work. How'd you find her? Is she like girls? Does she like I girls? She doesn't. I don't think. I don't think. She, I don't think she likes girls. And you know um, what? You know why Neil's really looking forward to this? Man, is because she's, 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 she's treating him. She's treating him. No shit. Yeah. Normally, God. like I have this thing, Shannon. So if I invite a young lady out, regardless of he's who expecting makes what, a return, date I I pay for it. But she invited me out tonight, so she will handle the That's bill. That's great. That means she's a good girl. Yeah, she's she's genuine. You know? Yeah. You know Are you going to take nice. her out tomorrow? Some five-star no, fusion restaurant. I'm not going to see her tomorrow. I'll take her out. You're not going to see her on Valentine's Day? He's very, he's very she's going to text her calling. He's going to dismiss it. And then no, I'm not Can you at least like, cook her dinner at her house or like bring her a card and flowers tomorrow? I'll bring her a rose. Yeah, I'll bring her a rose. A rose. A rose. She's an anesthesiologist. She doesn't want a rose. Shannon, if you had to pick one, would you pick flowers or chocolate? Flowers. I'd pick chocolate. I would pick chocolate covered fruit. But you didn't Yeah, like those edible <laughs> that wasn't in the edible uh, arrangements. Yeah, hint, for real. Hint, hint, hint. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe you guys can do something together since you do all your sports marketing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just followed you guys. Who, who controls the Instagram handle? That's me. All right. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, we're always looking for because I, I mean, I explained to you in the e- email like how we just always anybody who's just fun to talk to, you know, we'll doing something, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, season one right now, we're sort of getting together our identity, and hopefully, we'll uh, be able to take stock and figure out yeah. how to more effectively monetize this. Uh, oh, tell her, um, Neil's responsible, tell, tell with the uh. The AdSense. Tell her how that works in the email that we got because of Neil. Well, what? The, the, <laughs> what's it because of Neil? <laughs> well, you're the one who did We get it. an email that says, you have been, what does it say? Your, your in account, violation your AdSense of, the, is... of something, we have disabled your account, you're banned for 30 days. What does that have to do with Neil? I'm just, I'm just putting on that. <laughs> but it was because, it was because it was, he like, neglected a warning message. Yeah, it was, he went a little crazy with the subscribers. Basically, we came, we came up, Google started, yeah, hey, we just trying you know to how that is. Stunting. That's really what it was. Basically. Really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>